Ah, it's recording. Okay. So Mike Kaufman, the chief Russia guy at the Center for Naval Analysis, just published a great piece in War on the Rocks about the Ukraine, Europe, Russia, U.S., West contretemps. However, it ends raising big strategic questions. And that's where I want to go in this conversation, probing the implications of what's going on for how we think about America's position in the world and American grand strategy. And big question really is sustainability. Is the United States overstressed? And does this crisis prove it? And let me start by saying, Mike, uh, that you note in your paper that Russia is now setting the agenda in Europe. The question is, how sustainable is that? Do you think it fundamentally compromises the U.S. effort to shift to China, or is this a temporary blip? Oh, I think it definitely, to an extent, it compromises some of the key premises in U.S. strategy, which is that you know Russia is an immediate threat, but China is the pacing threat, and Russia will diminish as a challenge at some point uh, over this coming decade. And that's very clearly untrue. Now, I don't know if Russia will be able to sustainably set the security agenda in Europe, beyond you know course of bargaining cases or crisis like this one what's clearly committed to doing it and it's certainly shown that while it really does get a huge vote on where it's going to be on the u.s agenda and on the european security agenda so my my view is that yes this is a very this is a very good exhibit of the fact that um european security for the united states is going to be very much unfinished business and a lot of u.s assumptions about prioritization strategy are premised on the fact that European security will be largely manageable and the U.S. will be able to focus on the Indo-Pacific and China. One way for, I mean, that's great, one way for it to become finished business for the United States, a done deal for the United States, would be if Europe were capable more or less autonomously of handling the challenge from Moscow. I mean, could Europe deter Moscow without the U.S.? And if not, how big, expensive, a U.S. commitment would be necessary to deter Moscow? So in theory, yes. In practice, the consistent evidence is no, that Europeans couldn't possibly lead their way out of this crisis. Uh, the European Union is, is literally just begging for relevance. It's non-existent here. Europeans have very divergent views from France, which actually wants a condominium with Russia and Europe, to Germany that doesn't seem to want to lead and is basically very averse to geopolitics and security matters in general uh on the subject and and a whole series of sort of fragmented views along europe so the short answer is yes europe has the economic power it can generate the military power definitely to deter russia but it won't um and be, because look at the, at the end of the day russia individually is the most powerful state in europe it's certainly the most powerful military in europe and it could pretty easily fragment and break up coalitions in europe i think if it wasn't for the united states um now what what would the United States have to do? Yeah. So my actual view is that the argument about U.S. material overstretch is real, but it's very much overstated because, yes, the United States is focused on Asia Pacific. But when you look at the military balance there, the United States has plenty of ground force and other things that it can shift to Europe pretty cheaply and it can make those units stationed Europe permanent. Mm -hmm. It can shift brigades to Europe. It will not be a high price. It should be cheaper than the current rotational uh, process that we go through today basically have them permanently based there. And yeah, we can plus up deterrence in Europe pretty cheaply, I think. It's not nearly as big a stretch as people make it out to be. But, but writ large, yes, there's a big problem with, with sort of duties top line of 2%. At the level of Russian and Chinese defense spending, that people will think that we can do we can do it all, while Europeans don't really do much more to invest in their defense, just in practical terms. It's, it's, it's unreasonable and frankly, it's inequitable. 
Yeah, uh, but um, I guess one way, another way of putting the question is the stakes. Like, what are the stakes? You've spent your professional life studying kind of Russian strategy, Russian military capabilities. You are among those who have greater sort of appreciation of Russian military capabilities than many. The question is, how would you describe the nature of the open, you know, the quote unquote threat from Moscow to Europe? If deterrence were to fail, if some combination of European dysfunction and U.S. disengagement were somehow to allow some outcome to occur that is, is quote-unquote, victory for Moscow, what would that be? What's the, what's the nature of the threat to Europe? Sure. So just the cards up front, I, I don't think Russia is an expansionist power. So I don't expect that, you know, the stakes are, if we don't stop Russia here, Russia is going to next, you know, partition Poland and then drive to Berlin. I don't, I don't see that at all realistic. But to me, the stakes are very clear. So uh, Russia is the most powerful military in Europe and um, at the same time as the one country that doesn't have a stake in European security architecture. That means it's an unstable situation where we are at any given time one major crisis away from a larger conflict in Europe, which can destroy the European security order and draw on the United States. Mm. Uh, realistically, it's very clear Moscow wants to relitigate the post-Cold War settlement. It wants a say over European security arrangements and security outcomes and veto power over them. So what's at stake is really U.S. strategy and European grand strategy in Europe post-Cold War. And unless the United States is willing to compromise on all of this, right, at, at a sort of fundamental structural level, we're at a pretty big impasse, right? And we always have to remember that yeah, Russia remains principally one of those countries that can destroy Europe and can destroy the United States in a conflagration or an escalating conflict. So uh, we take the security structure in Europe so much for granted of the last 30 years, not realizing how fragile some aspects of them truly are. Awesome. 